Welcome to the Practice Squad Pod, featuring your hosts, Jeff and Jake. Welcome, everybody. This is the Practice Squad Pod. Uh, this is uh, going to be a podcast with me and Jeff and uh, possibly some others on here as well. Uh, me and Jeff uh, kind of thought, hey, we love to talk football. Why not record ourselves and other people can talk with us or chime in or send us, you know, uh, messages, let us know how we're doing um, with the podcast. Um, we are on a couple different social medias, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, um, and we have a Gmail, um, practice squad pod. I'm sorry, it's the practice squad pod one at gmail.com. So feel free to email us uh, some topics or things you th- think would be fun on the show or some questions for fantasy. Uh, me and Jeff are in a lot of fantasy leagues. Doesn't mean we're good, but I mean, we both have quite hey, a few. To- I, I won <laughs> we have a few back to back champions right, in, right. in league here, man. So. We got a few let's, titles let's under our belts, um, all different kinds of leagues. Yeah. Let us e- email us about. But Jeff, yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, well, I said to you, like with the face- Facebook, we are the Practice Squad Pod. We'll post a lot of our stuff on Facebook as well. Um, you know, episodes if we can. I, I don't know how that'll work, uh, but we should be able to post some links there. Um, you know, but yeah, like Jake said, if you got suggestions for what you want to hear, uh, what you want to hear more of, less of, let us know. We're just doing this for fun. We really yeah. are not trying to be pros at this. This is just something we <laughs> wanted like- to do for. For, for fun here, um, you know, if five people listen, cool. If one person listens, cool. If no one listens, cool. We're we'll, just doing We'll keep this. talking, so, yeah. Um, we, but, um, hey, obviously we'd love for you to listen and right. uh, give us some feedback on, on what you think. So, uh, But, yeah, you know, listen I in. think the uh, the goal is to have it on. So it's going to be on iTunes, um, the, their podcast app, Google Play eventually, and then we'll upload them to YouTube as well. Um, you know, just something to listen to. We're trying to keep them, you know, anywhere from 25 minutes to 35 minutes more, probably on the lower end of that. Um, you know, we're going to include anything from NFL, college, fantasy, and then, you know, fun topics in between. You know, if we find something fun, we might throw it in yeah, there, even maybe, if it's uh, not regarding. If you have fun segment, you know, something that you think would be a fun segment for us to do, let us know. But, uh, yeah, our goal is just uh, if you want to turn off uh, those other stations on the radio on your way to work and, listen to us just uh talk about nonsense for 20 minutes and uh we are your uh your shop to listen wow. here or whatever yeah uh, yeah i know i get what you're saying i think so. i think the fans all five of them know what you're saying yeah you know the fans that hopefully we there's may or six may not have, six or seven that would be great 10 wow what a blessing but yeah um you know the first show we wanted to uh take things you know a little more local we'll start with a little bit of lions um then get into some maybe some fantasy sleepers you know maybe like me and jeff each picked a couple different guys we think that are low radar low risk um but could pay off for you in the season if you're willing to take a chance on them and then maybe finish up with some bold predictions i like it yeah, yeah let's uh so let's get right into, let's it, get man. into let's, it man let's yeah. start with our uh, this is awesome our hometown uh, Let's do it. Detroit Lions. The Leos. Yeah, you know, um, interesting offseason. Um, you know, we've been talking a little bit in preparation here. And, um, you know, it's tough. You know, we both have mentioned it. It's really difficult with this team because we we get so excited every year. And we, we really try not to because they always let us down. Uh, it's, but we do it anyway. Shame. But we're Lions. We're loyal. It, we're it's loyal what happens. Lions fans. Yeah. SOL, but we're fans. We do it. So, but... Like we mentioned, though, I, I really think that, like, in quite a few areas, this team got better. Oh, heck you yes. Know, I think you look at on pa- on paper, at least, we can say that. Um, they, had, they had some pretty good additions, I think, to the team. You know, yeah. you look at the most recent one being Mike Daniels coming over from Green Bay. 
is a big one. Uh, Trey Flowers, they paid the guy a lot of money. Probably the biggest, but, you know. You know, so he two guys on the defensive yeah. line that already was pretty good that boasts a couple really good def- uh, interior linemen. So you add those two. Should be a really good unit against the run this year, right. at least on paper. Um, more pressure, more turnovers, hopefully. Hopefully. The they were pretty yeah. bad in generating turnovers last year, so let's hope they can – do it this year. Uh, what about the offensive end, Jake? What do you? Yeah, do you... Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of people know uh, the T.J. Hawkinson pick. I mean, a lot of people with the guys that were still on the board, and you know, as it was looming, and you know, guys were slipping. Especially who was the guy in Buffalo? I can't remember his name. That's Ed how Oliver. Much. Ed Oliver. That's it. Yeah, everybody wanted people, Ed Oliver here. Or even a, a, a lot of Devin Bush fans. You know, mm-hmm. I myself, I was I a, Devin Bush, I, I was a Devin Bush guy. Um, but you know, it's the, the reality is like oh, Ed Oliver. He's at seven gone so then everybody was like oh my gosh tight end and we all thought it's gonna happen tj hawkinson i've grown on me a lot more because i think it's a solid pick mm-hmm. especially alongside jesse james new offensive coordinator you know trying to stay as hopeful as possible you know i got right. over it fast couldn't remember ed oliver's name so i'm i'm pumped about hawkinson danny amandola replacing the golden tate you know two great ads in the offseason just for the offense i mean as well, sorry, as uh, Jesse James, three. Yeah, well, well, I think just touching on, like, the Hawkinson thing, like, I think he's going to be a good player for this team, and it's a bummer because yes. a lot of people don't want to give him a chance, but I think the... Give him a chance. The, I think the the hate is really the fact that, hey, they went and got Jesse James, and then they added another tight end to first round, and you're like, well, why did you do that? You just had Jesse right. James. And but, also, they took Ebron a couple of years ago in a higher, right, higher? Um, I can't, it might have been the same pick, or same, it might have been right, it was right around, right around there. there. Same thing, and look what happened. Ebron, Nothing, I think, might have yeah. been 10. Maybe, You're right. Yeah, I think so. It's a little bit higher, but still, it's maybe that deja vu feeling as well, like, oh, again. Yeah, but I I think this is a team that they filled they filled some spot, like some holes that they had. Um, you know, there are some big shoes to fill. Glover Quinn uh, retiring, TJ Lang retiring. Um, those are some big, big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. Um, some young guys have to step up. Tracy Walker, Kenny Wiggins, they got to step in and be good. But I, I mean, I think on paper right now, it's hard to not be at least a little bit optimistic because they added some, they added talent, you know, right. It wasn't just a name, you know, I feel like they added talent. A lot players. of good players. They did, you know, this is the first like off season. I mean, not just cause it's big names, but also it's like, wow, they, they got, I mean, it is cause it's big, but it, they did a lot too. You know, mm-hmm. even the little guy, Jesse James, Danny Amendola. I mean, they're names, you know, because they come from winning teams, but they're also like key players, you know, are they, mm-hmm. they're, they're adequate. Yeah, I think that's, you know? the, that's the big mm-hmm. thing is the winning, the winning culture. You know, even the guy like Justin Coleman coming from Seattle, mm-hmm. it's known as winning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are I think it's, important things to have in your locker room. Um, uh, the Detroit Patriots, yeah, of course. <laughs> let's get into the schedule, though. Yeah, um, let's, let's do take it. a look. Run it. You know, and um, I think you know when we look at at Detroit, just kind of looking at it preseason here. Um, obviously, things can change. You know, if we go through an injury, you know, let's say Stafford goes down, or who knows, heck, a couple of these teams could have some injuries of their own. Um, maybe that changes up how mm-hmm. the schedule looks. But um, if it's, we look, let's break this up in in uh, let's say groups of five or six here. So let's look the first week one through six, um, Detroit with their first five games, they go at Arizona home for the chargers at Philly home for Kansas city by week at green Bay for Monday night. Tough early, early by sucks. Um, especially when you're coming off the buy and go right to green Bay, Monday night football, you're looking at one in five, one in, I'm sorry, one in four, or one in one in four, Right off the bat, okay, possibly worst case. Yes, but also at the same time, I mean, you say the early buy sucks, but I think in this case, 
if they do get off to a bad, let's say one and three start, that buy could be good for them to get a little mental refresh. It also gives them more time to prep going into You're that right. Green Bay game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could work that way. Um, but yes, I mean, this is probably the toughest. Hopefully we don't have to use that buy for that reason. This is probably the toughest, um, you know, start to a schedule this year from any team. I think like, I, I don't know, unless you can find another one that's tougher, let me know. But I think this is probably the hardest on paper right now, right yes. now, barring some teams having any injuries. Um, I think if they come away with two wins out of those first five games, you know, I think you're in a good spot. Cause I think that we'll get into it in a minute, but I think towards the end of the season, you get some easier games. It definitely, I feel eases up as well. So as you were saying, as the season goes on, I mean, this may not sound like it, but Minnesota at home, which is a winnable game. Um, New York, which should be a win. The Giants at, of New York. New York Giants, I'm sorry. And then we got at, at Oakland, which should be a win. And then at Chicago, which will probably be a loss. And then Dallas at home. And we don't, we don't know what Dallas is going to be. Right. We got three guys who all want top five Question money. marks on, you know, Zeke says he's not playing without a contract. Right. Is Dallas going to budge? You know, we'll, we'll see. What does that Dallas team look like? You know, that could change up some mm-hmm. things. Um, but, yeah, you know, I mean, there's some winnable games in there. There's some tough games in there. Um, but, again, you know, I, I think if you can come away with a couple wins in that little stretch, you know, get a couple, go into the last few games, uh, maybe get a little bit of momentum going into these final five or six games here, um, you know, because they end the season at Washington. Uh, then they're home for Chicago on uh, Thanksgiving at Minnesota, back home for Tampa Bay, at Denver, and then home for Green Bay to finish mm-hmm. the year. I think there's a lot of winnable games in there. Washington, uh, I think home for Chicago, I think those are winnable. Um, Tampa, Denver, winnable games. Green Bay, winnable. Yep. Like There are five games. I, I think at Minnesota, probably a loss because Minnesota's a tough place to play. Yeah, loud. But, but I mean, I think there's five winnable games in there. Yeah, and that's that's it's optimistic end um, for sure, but I do think those – those are winnable games for mm-hmm. sure. Um, it's just the schedule for them. It's it's a tough schedule for sure. Um, you know, I'm you hope for the best with the Lions, obviously. Um, but you know, we'll save this for the future show. But me and Jeff have our division winners and our playoff mm-hmm. winners and Super Bowl uh, picks. So you know, late, uh, probably this week before. Um, yeah, maybe right before the season starts, yeah. we'll kind of do that. Uh, just kind of go over things, you know, that way we can see who's playing, who's who's injured from preseason. Right, yep. Um, and make we'll, the final sentence. Yeah, we'll get into picks. that. But, I, I mean, I think Detroit's probably in that 6 to 9 range, you know, Wins. on the season, depending yep. on what how healthy they are. Right, and so. I, I'm hoping, you know, for for the uh, higher end of that, obviously. I think we all are, as Lions fans, would love to just see Lions win a playoff game, you know, and to be in there so we'll root for him forward down the field so yes sir all right speaking of forward down the field we're gonna go move forward here and uh Ooh, little fan transition yeah there. you like that wow, wow. <laughs> we're going into a little fantasy talk for you you know uh, fantasy as jake said us. we got some championships in this little closet that we're uh we're <laughs> it's recording the studio in. The yeah. studio the it's studio. more of a little little <laughs> closety thing here but uh there's some championships here you got the uh, defending champ here, back-to-back champ in the our fantasy league that we're in there, the mm-hmm. uh, League of Extraordinary Colluders. The Colluders. The Colluders. So uh, let's get into some sleepers here, maybe some guys yes. that uh, might be a little bit farther down on the draft board that people are overlooking that could, uh, you know, give somebody a, a big return this year. Who right. you got as your first one? Jake? So I'm going to go with um... – I'm going to start with my running back. Uh, this one might be obvious, but you know, in a lot of um, research I've been doing, not too many people have, you know, look, you know, have 
called upon this guy. Maybe it's because they drafted a running back, but I'm speaking of uh, Darius Geis of the uh, Redskins. You know, he is going a lot lower. Yes, he's coming off the injury, the dreaded injury that mm-hmm. um, took him out. ACL see, last yeah, year. it was an ACL. I didn't want to get it wrong. I thought it was might have been Achilles, yep. but um, pretty sure it was ACL. I don't think it's right. Close. Yeah, and you know. Oh, the only people to come back from that is Adrian Peterson, who happens to be on his team. But (laughs) that's just coincidence. I think Darius Geis, I think he's going to have a pretty good season. Um, They drafted him, you know, for a reason. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, he's a guy you could take low rounds. Um, You know, I don't think he's going to be taken high. He'll probably be one of the last running backs, even after, you know, these running backs who are backup backs. Yeah, I don't see him going in those first, you know, couple rounds there. He might fall in the 9, 10 range. You know, I have to... Could eight, you know, uh, but I mean, with Geist, you know, I, I agree with you there. There's a reason. I mean, he was one of the coming out of college. You know, he was, you know, thought of as one of the the better running backs. You know, in college football, it's kind of a surprise that he kind of slid as far as he did. A lot of people thought he was mm-hmm. going to be a first round guy. So the talent's there uh, with Geist. So I can definitely see that. Um, now, obviously, preseason, we'll see if he shoots up those draft boards. He might not be a sleeper by the end of preseason. Right. But mm-hmm. uh, as of right now, before preseason begins. Uh, yeah, I can agree with you on that one. I'm going to stick with running back. I'll give you mine right here, and this is one. Uh, I think some people are kind of in on this, um, but, you know, a lot of people thought of Ronald Jones as a potential uh, sleeper last year, um, okay. and then he carried the ball all all of 37 times, I think, last year. Um, you know, really did absolutely nothing. He was, um, he was, a, he was, he was a, absolutely worthless yeah. last year. Um, <laughs> so, but... Bruce Arians has been uh, talking to him up quite a bit. And I think you look at just the other running backs in Tampa Bay, like Jones has talent and you know what? He's got to beat those guys out. You'd hope mm-hmm. you think, you know, definitely it's uh it is a risky pick. I think, you know, cause if he Peyton Barber, cause if he, if he sucks again, you know, you're, you're wasting a pick on him, but I think he's a guy you can get a little bit later mm-hmm. uh, just like Geis. And he's a guy that could pay off uh, dividends for you. Um, I'm going to move on to, I have a receiver, a running back, and a tight end here, so I'm going to move on to my receiver. And this is a guy who had a pretty nice rookie season last year. Uh, I don't really see him as being a guy, at least right now, that's being taken very high, like super high in drafts. I think he's a guy you can get in the mid to late rounds, you know, anywhere in that 8 to 11 range. Um, But a guy I like is Anthony Miller in Chicago. Uh, You know, I look at Anthony Miller last year. He scored seven touchdowns, so it's hard to really see him as like a sleeper. But, I mean, he – he he put up some points last year, but, I mean, he wasn't really – I don't think he was extremely consistent throughout the year, obviously, because he was banged up. But, I mean, I think he's a guy that if he's healthy, we saw him injured put up seven touchdowns. So, who knows what he could do this year. So, um, my – you know, speaking of your wide receiver, uh, who I am going to go off of is uh, Paris Campbell. I think he's a he's – a, you know, he's a rookie, obviously, has been proven – um, he's had a pretty good college career. The Colts took him pretty high, and he took him in the second round. So um, they had hopes for him. I mean, T.Y., he does get banged up, but he's still T.Y. He's still going to be there. But, you know, I think Paris Campbell is a very, you know, low-end rookie-type sleeper deal where you can get him in those lower rounds. Um, he, he, I think he has a very high ceiling for wide receiver, too. I know right now I think he's sidelined with a hamstring injury, but um, – you know, I think I think he's a guy to look out for. You know, on the Colts, especially with Andy Luck, and that offense is really, really bumping. Um, I definitely would. I'm high on Colts players this year. Yeah, Paris Campbell, I think is an interesting one. Um, 
I think there is a little bit of that boomer bust appeal with him though. Um, you know, in that offense, I think he's a little bit more of your home run kind of guy. So, um, if he is, uh, getting some of those deep balls that Andy Luck likes to throw, uh, I could definitely see him having, you know, a little bit of that late round fantasy appeal to some teams. Um, but yeah, I like that a little bit. Um, I'll get into my last one here. Uh, Jordan Reed guy. I like from the tight end position. I know, I know he's always hurt, but that's the thing I think that makes him a little bit of a sleeper this year is the fact that he's always hurt. Nobody wants to take the guy. And I just think that this could be one of those years where if he's healthy, he's a top five talent at the tight end position, you know? So for me, I think he's a guy that's going really late, you know, in drafts that you can get as your backup tight end if you want one. Um, but you know, he's a guy that you can also stream at tight end. You know, and so to me, Jordan Reed is one of those uh, sleepers Solid, at tight end. Yeah. If he's healthy, this guy's top five talent for sure. Yeah, and he's always been very good when he is healthy, but the key word is, you know, healthy. Um, and for my tight end, I'm going to go with Jack Doyle. Uh, speaking of health, you know, all last year was not healthy. Um, but if you look at 2017, 2016, this is a guy who had 59 catches 2016 and 80 catches 2017 so i mean the production i think will be there with andrew luck uh he had four or five touchdowns which is what you look for in a backup tight end but even if you need to stream him like you're saying um with jordan reed i think you know he had 600 yards in 2016 and almost 700 in 2017 yeah i think it was with 80 catches or so yeah it's a great so in a ppr league i think you're really looking at uh, a guy that's going to get you those added points you know with all those catches there. Right. And that's too with, with Eric Ebron playing alongside of him. You mm-hmm. know? So correct. Um, yeah, I, I think there is like, he's another one of those guys that's going pretty late just because, Hey, he was injured last year. Mm-hmm. People are a little skeptical on, on him after seeing Eric Ebron have such a big year. They're like, Hey, you know, let's, let's just stick with Eric Ebron. Right. But really it was Doyle that was favored in that offense before, before he went down. So yeah, those, so those are our uh, sleepers. Sleepers, pre, our preseason, uh, pre-week one for preseason, like fantasy sleepers, I guess you could say. Um, okay. Obviously, that could change uh, once pre, the end of preseason happens if these guys jump up draft boards. Um, but for now, those guys are in positions that we think are sleepers. So. Yeah, some bold sleepers, just like these bold predictions we're about to do. Hey, trying to... Uh, <laughs> trying to follow after me with the uh the, the slick transitions yeah. yes for sure uh so uh, well i'll just get started you know the browns i think they're um going to be a pretty good team i think that um i think they're going to compete uh they might be away but we'll save that for another day um but i think jarvis landry will have more touchdowns than odell beckham jr interesting yeah i just i think Old. Yeah, super Super Bowl. <laughs> I like it though. I, th- yeah. I think it's definitely uh, have fun with them. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that's a interesting one. I mean, I, I don't have the numbers for Jarvis in front of me. I know he he hasn't always been a big touchdown guy, but hey, like you said, there's a lot of pieces in that offense. He could get Baker maturing. <clears throat> he could get coach. he could get open. He could really get open in that offense. You know, with a lot of the attention being on Odell, Nick Chubb, and Joku, I could see that. So, all right, I'll go with. Uh, my first one, I'm going back to our Detroit Lions. Nice. Um, and I think the Detroit Lions this year are a top five defense. Wow. <clears throat> Unreal. I said it. 
I'm drinking the Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid over the Kool-Aid. here. The Kool-Aid. I think we I got the Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. I'm drinking I'm, it. You know, I'm taking a sip of it, too. Lions top five you defense. Know what? Pour me a pitcher of that Kool-Aid. I got you a pitcher of that Kool-Aid. I mean, come on. Let's look at this. Is a, this was a good... Like, like I showed some of the stats earlier, but like they were top eight. I think it was number eight in against the pass and number 10 against the run. Like Then you add guys like Trey Flowers, Mike Daniels, you know. They got rid of, you know, hopefully we're not going to see T's Tabor anymore on that defense, <laughs> you know, so. But if we do, he's going to be well-equipped uh, to tackle. Right. And, uh. But I'm going Detroit Lions top five defense. All right. What's your number two? Uh, number two bold prediction is going to be Rams will miss the playoffs. They will go from Super Bowl uh, show up because I can't really say they contended for it. I mean, they did, but um, didn't score too many points with that Madden Sean McVay offense. I think with Todd Gurley possibly missing some time, not being 100%, um, I just think there's going to be some regression. I mean, even last year, they weren't that great of a defense for everybody saying, look, at they should have been. Like, on paper, like we're saying about the lines now, they had a great defense. But, I mean... They were a good fantasy defense because they generated a lot of takeaways. Yes. You know, we okay. can get into a little more of that when we talk some a little bit more of, like, the NFC and break down our predictions or whatever. But, but I, I'm, I'm with you there. I think uh, that's actually uh, a little spoiler alert, but uh, the Rams missing the playoffs is Rams. also something that uh, I might have in my predictions for this year. Ooh. So I might just have to Not tune so in and find out. Prediction. But uh, I'll go with my second one here in uh, – we, uh, <clears throat> we're going to go to New Orleans with this one, and that's going to be Latavius Murray will rush for over 1,000 yards and be the leading rusher in the Saints offense All right. this year. Okay, I, I think I could see that. I mean, um, I still think it's bold, especially with Alan Kamara. They got a lot of mouths to feed as well. Um, but I know you probably have some stat to back up this bold sure prediction. Sure do. I'm Let's glad you it. asked because – the Saints here, as I pull this back up, because I was not actually prepared for you to say that right away. Yeah. Uh, but here it is. The, the Saints uh, offensively were a they were number six. They ran for almost 127 yards a game on the ground last year as a team. So this is a team that ran the ball really well. They were mm-hmm. one of the highest scoring offenses. Um, I, I just I think they're gonna. Rel- there's a reason they paid this guy the money that they did four years i think 60 some million dollars is what they gave latavius murray there's a reason they gave him money. that money they want to use him they're not gonna do that for him to get five carries a game so i think mark mark ingram had a big yeah. year it with with alvin marcel there i'm going latavius murray right. leads the team with over a thousand yards all right well this will lead us to my third bold prediction i think mitch trubisky will be a top five dare i say fantasy quarterback no i'm just gonna go with well, if he's a top five quarterback, he's probably in the top five Would be, fantasy. Would be top five fantasy Yeah, so well. I guess, yeah, I'm going to go with it because I think Mitch is definitely going <clears> to <throat> take off this year. I think, you know, he's he's going to have healthy, um, he's going to have a healthy wide receivers corps. He's going to have a new running back. He's still going to have Cohen. He's still going to have the offensive of uh, Matt Nagy there. I think it's going to be great. I think he's just going to flourish. Um He's got a tough schedule still, but I definitely think we're going to see him do well in the run game and the pass game. Cool. I'm going uh, back to our Detroit Lions with my third bold prediction here. And everyone was love our Lions. upset. Um, give me that glass of Kool-Aid. Hang on. Ah, the Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid. Wow. We're going TJ Hawkinson. Ten, count them, ten One, touchdowns two, three, four, this ten. season. 
I'm just I'm feeling it. I, I got a feeling TJ I, Hawkinson's going ten touchdowns on the year. You know what? I hope that's a, a not a bold prediction and just a great true fact by the I end do of too. this year. I do too. Um, you know, I hope the Lions succeed, but that's a, that's a great prediction. And you know, you bet I will take TJ Hawkinson in one of my fantasy drafts this year because I, you know, I think I already did. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I just I'm excited for the Lions. I'm excited for the uh, podcast. Um, but that pretty much does it, I think, for today's episode. Um, actually, I have one more bold prediction. Oh. Don't you have one more still, too? You know what? I kind of don't think it's very bold, but... Okay. I'm going to just drop my last bold Do it. prediction. I'm sorry. Here. I cut you short. It's okay. You know what? It's fine. We're, we're, we're learning. We're, we're working out the this kinks here. This is This is episode one. There's going to be some kinks. It's all right. It's going to happen. A couple Walt barks, maybe. Yeah, maybe Walt's <laughs> eating some food above us. We're sorry if you heard that. Walt's just walking around. He, <laughs> he misses us. We've been down here for a while. But anyways, we'll finish off the last bold prediction. Dun, 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 dun. The Kansas City Chiefs missed the playoffs. Whoa! I said it. <clears throat> All right. All right. That's... Kansas City misses the playoffs. I would playoffs. say that's bold. I'm going to say that's bold. It is bold. I, that's very. That's bold. And I can talk more on that when we uh, dissect, you know, the, some teams a little bit more. Yeah. Or we talk a little, like, we get into our predictions. But uh, Patrick I'm, Mahomes over under 35 touchdowns. I'm saying under. Wow. Patrick Mahomes under 35 touchdowns and Kansas City misses the playoffs. You heard those bold predictions here first. Like Jeff was saying, we're going to get into the future, you know, future podcasts. We're going to do some more fantasy stuff. If we get some emails, uh, if even if it's one, we'll we'll read your question no matter how silly it is. Just please don't be profane. But now I said that I know most of you will be profane. We know Roy will. Roy's <laughs> going to post something really, really uh, dirty. So we will not read Roy's uh, uh, dirty, terrible uh, email on the show. Make sure it's family friendly, please. Thanks, thanks for listening. If you did listen, um, and uh, even if you didn't, give us a chance. You know, tell your friends about us. Um, uh, like I said, we're gonna be on YouTube. I'm gonna get us up on the iTunes, so you don't have to leave YouTube open on your phone. You can just turn us on in your car at work. Like I said, a half hour podcast. Um, but we're, we really appreciate you know people you know even just giving us the support. Like, hey, that's an awesome idea or stuff. Um, and you know, thanks for, you know, everyone so far who supported us. Uh, I'm Jeff. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you're not Jeff. I'm Jake. Uh, and uh, we got Jeff over here, my man. That's Jake. I'm Jeff. Jake screwed up the ending. <laughs> He's, oh, well. I did it on purpose. No, but anyways. Um, yeah, this is the, the Practice Squad pod. And like I said, more fantasy NFL and uh, stuff to come. So thanks for listening. Um, thanks for all the support so far to get us to get down here and start recording in this cool studio. And you guys have a great week, everyone. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. See ya! Bye.